recommend. Um, I recently found out I'm into dirty talk. Like I was with this guy and he was like, yeah, you dirty slut. And I was like, yay. Um, because I was like, oh, maybe it looks like I get laid a lot or something. I don't know. Damn, that worked really well the first, maybe it was like a one hit wonder, you know? All right. Anyway, um, so I have a pretty low pain tolerance. I was, I was out on a run recently and, uh, everything was hurting and I started crying. And so I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. So then while I cried, I Googled how many calories are burned from crying. Is crying a good workout? Uh, turns out 1.3 calories per minute and it is a good ab workout. So I just immediately stopped running. I was like, okay, sorrow will be my exercise from now on. I think San Francisco is a very diverse city. I uh I saw I saw a uh, albino rat on the bar recently and I was like wow there's really creatures of all colors here. <laughs> <laughs> um I try and do good deeds but I'm not a good person. Uh on my way to my last show I gave a homeless person a dollar because I was like oh maybe this will be good karma for me to have a good show and I did not have a good show. So then my next thought was, oh, maybe I should have given him $2. I don't really know where that's going. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Denise Lee, everyone, hooray. It's funny, they ask for more than a dollar now. They'll be like, you got, you got $2? I'm like, man, I wish I had $2. That would be great, and I could go buy some motherfucking coffee. Because uh, it's like $7 for a coffee now, which is like, what? How did that happen? When did that happen? Am I, am I, I'm so high right now. I feel like I'm in another dimension and where a coffee is $7. All right, you're next. I really am super high though. Lauren, you got to be careful of this bread. Oh boy, this is pillar today. I'll put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Woo! Do you think cavemen needed eight hours of sleep? And if they did, how did they figure out that they were getting it? Right? One day they woke up and said, well, that didn't feel like enough. I'm going to sleep another hour. What's an hour? I don't know. I think they just, they had to start from scratch. I mean, they didn't even have pillows. Goddamn. Then they had to figure out what sleep hygiene is. And how to how to count and a numerical system and how that's a lot of fucking stuff to do in one night one night. All right, um, I just got on the bus nine because I figured the twenty seven never comes, so I take the nine. And it was I had a little bit of pop, but I'm not really stoned. I just this is a little bit of pot, and I was bombarded with sensory. Uh, overload from being on the bus. There was um, some guy came had a radio and he was parked right next to me. I was sitting on the seat, second seat, and he was playing some sound, some song. And I was like, "Get off the bus! Get off the bus! I'm trying to think. I can't think." And then somebody else got on and they were on the phone already and they were speaking in Spanish. And then it was like, 
it was just constant. And I thought, what if an alien was on this bus? And tripping out like I am, going, what is, oh, and the door. The door says, uh, what does it say? Doors are opening. Doors are opening. <laughs> I mean, so an alien would freak out. All right, that's, I don't know where I'm going with that, but that's, that's just happened, and that was just so real. All right. Um, a long time is relative, isn't it? Like when you th it's depends on who you're talking to and what you're talking about. Like, what what would be a long time to you, Sam? What's a long time? <laughs> yeah, but like, just pick one thing. Three hours, okay. Pam, what what's relative to you? A long time. I'm sorry. What's a long? Ten years. So there's a big difference between ten years and what did you say? Three hours? Yeah, and it could be even like two minutes. It could be really different. So it, it depends. So I was thinking, um, my it's it is all relative, and it if you think of my uh, my relatives, Uncle Bob and Aunt Muriel, bless you, who crashed. Uh, his hat fell off. Um, you would, Uncle Bob was a tall drink of water, so a long time ago would be 10 years would be an Uncle Bob. And a short Aunt Muriel is a short time ago, so she would be 20 minutes or three years or who said whatever. I don't know. That's, I don't know where I'm going with that. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Have you ever noticed that the expression has it ever happened before, comes in handy now and again? No? All right. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Yay, Lauren Kraut. Yay. Uh, about, yeah, about the Uncle Bob and Aunt Muriel, I think that the punchline in there is time is relative when you say it again. But just use Uncle Bob and Aunt Miriam in something, and then at the end say, Time is relative because you say it at the beginning, but then you, you know, illuminate the relatives and then say it again, and maybe that's the punch. And if you just shorten it, yeah. If you're like, yeah, oh my, uh, it, uh, an Uncle Bob, like it, la last Uncle Bob, we just use them in a sentence, maybe, and then say, and then just punch and say the punch. Time is relative, and then see if it does any different. I don't know, unless uh, someone else has. A, if some, if you can, anybody can talk into the microphone that's up there if they have anything to say. Is that what you were going to ask about? What were you going to ask about? Oh. Yeah. Just more specifics on the bus. Please stand clear of the door. Right, like all the weird shit. And if you have specific lines, like something in Spanish, just like one line. I mean, but if you could sort of recreate that feeling of stress with a couple lines from, and then close it with, doors are closing, doors are opening, or whatever. Yeah, because you know how you do your other joke where you talk so fast and you put everything together and you have all the voices and it's like, it would be like that, right? So it'd be like, doors are closing. Just into this fucking Jesus, Dios mio. Or whatever, and then, <laughs> and then like some crazy rap music, and be like, "Bitch from the inside," like, yeah, and then keep flipping back and forth. And if you did that for a couple of seconds, 
you're such a good actor. Put your hands together for Lauren Kraut, yay! All righty. Your next comedian just moved to us from Vermont. Clap your hands together for Sam West, yay! All right, what's up, everybody? Was, yeah, that was just weird. The, the baby crying last week. <laughs> that, was, that was rough. <laughs> <laughs> nice to be here. Fancy seeing you all here. My dad and I had a real close father-son bond, you know, but it was tough because he was a single father, so we had to learn a lot of stuff from my dad. Like growing up, he didn't know what cribs were, so he would take me downstairs and put me in the laundry, the dryer, every time I had to go to bed. I would toss and turn all night. I give him a lot of credit, though, because he was always there for me. Like, I remember one night, I caught the monster under my bed, masturbating. I did what any terrified child would do. I called out for my dad. Dad, dad. And he came so fast. Yeah, I laid off the pot recently. I knew I had a problem smoking too much because I couldn't do basic household chores. Like, rock bottom for me was I fucked up vacuuming, you know? My headphones were on so loud, and I was so high. I didn't realize. The vacuum was off the whole time. It was like, fuck, man. I just gave my house a 47-minute belly rub. I'm trying to, you know, date different people and whatnot, but I'm not into promiscuous hookups, you know, like things without strings attached. Like, I like strings. Give me the strings. That's why I only fuck puppets now. I had to break it off with... Pinocchio last week, because he kept saying really kinky shit during sex, like, I'm a real boy. I'm trying to be more progressive lately, trying to learn all the new acronyms, you know? I'm not talking about LGBTQ and all that. I'm talking about things like POTUS. Like, we used to just say, the President of the United States. Now we say POTUS. We used to just say, the Supreme Court of the United States. Now it's SCOTUS. We used to just say, transgender Ukrainian, people of color. Now we say, Tupac! I'm from Vermont. I didn't know Tupac was a rapper till like last week. It's so white there, you know? The darkest thing that comes out of Vermont is grade A maple syrup. And I'm trying to keep up a diverse world. Vermont was statistically for a while the whitest state in the Union. It goes back and forth with Maine, actually. The both populations are low. I think it's basically like a fucked up game of ping pong, but instead of a white ball, it's a single black family going over the border to get groceries. My girlfriend and I wanted a dog, but we decided we weren't ready, so we went out and we adopted a road. And I love that road. I walked that road every day. And I picked up its poop every morning. And I come to you heartbroken today because we had to put that dog down last week. It got run over by a car. All right, digging deep into the barrel here with some silly one-liners just to wrap it up, try and get out. I wonder if carrots are jealous oranges won the title. My girlfriend is so vegan, she's against soccer. She hates to watch those boys kick that baby cow egg around. How fulfilled do you think Harry Styles' hairstylist is? I'm trying to get into protest, so I recent recently started protesting gun control. 
I just want to keep shooting the breeze. All right, I'll end on this Halloween one. <laughs> we keep hearing at night, we think my house is haunted, because every night we hear something. We keep hearing, <laughs> I think my house is haunted by a panda bear, because every night I hear bamboo. Thanks, y'all. <laughs> Sam West, everyone. What was that first one-liner you told before the cow egg, before the one that was about the vegan? Because that one was I thought was r- really funny. If carrots are jealous of oranges because they won the title, that's fucking bro. That's a brilliant joke. It's so Hedbergian, Hedbergesque, Hed, you know, Mitch Hedbergesque. It was that was amazing. That's a really funny one. All right, put your hands together and oh and. Oof, and I am high today, so I've, I'm, I'm, that, that tickled me. Uh, put your hands together, everybody, for your next comedian, Hanay Shakur. Hey, how's it going? Um, if you can't tell, my Halloween costume is Justin Trudeau doing brownface. Uh... My name is Hunaid. Uh my white name is Nate, and it's important to have a white name because I don't like to get into spelling bees at Starbucks, even though I'd be pretty good at it. Um, during COVID, I started spending a lot more time with my girlfriend, not by choice. Um, and I don't know if you know this, but when girls spend too much time together, their periods sync up. And that's when I realized I had been spending too much time with my girlfriend because I realized my depressive episodes were syncing up with her periods. And so we would both be on the couch eating ice cream and she'd be like, I'm feeling so many emotions and I'm like, I don't feel anything. And so one of us is looking forward to menopause. Um, I also got to spend a lot more time with my gay housemate. I know it sounds like I'm bragging about being more woke than you. I'm not. It's just... I'm very awake because he's very loud. And we both went on a target run together, um, or Target, as he says, um, to buy stuff for his poodle because I realized he told me that if you don't groom your poodle every every week, they can go blind from like the hair they get in their eyes. So I turned to him and I said, "That's really weird. How did poodles survive in the wild without humans helping them?" And so we Googled it, and we realized poodles never lived in the wild. They were always owned by old women and gay couples. Um, I suffer from something that some of you, it looks like, also suffer from, and that's having an approachable face. It's, it's a little insulting to get approached in a BART station by like a white woman and a baby asking for directions as if I'm gonna help them. And it's just like, it's insulting because I wanna be taken seriously, like I'm dangerous. This is the streets of SF and I could slap your baby right now. It's within arm's range of me. But you know, I, I'll, I'll do my best to help them. Um, else? Uh, I recently got my company sued because of me. And it sounds like a brag, because it is, but it, the lawyer had to depose me, our company lawyer, and she came up to me, and so she like sat me down, and she was like, Renee, did you tell Sam that you made 30% more than her? 
And I was like, yes, I did. And she said, did you know that she's now suing us for gender wage disparity? And I was like, that sounds like a you problem. And then she says, "Can you? we pulled some of your chats. Can you just read them for the record? And I was like, I would rather not. And she goes, no, you'd have to because you're legally obligated to. So I read them, and Sam was like, Kunaid, you're kind of a shitty worker. I, you've been on your phone all morning, and I don't know why people think you're a better worker than me. I'm way better. And then I responded, uh, not according to our salaries. And then the lawyer was like, okay, thank you. So just one last question to wrap it up. Um, at any point, did you decide, did you ever think about telling Sam that you actually made less than her? I was like, I did not. She seemed really upset by it, so I decided to just let it keep going. Um, I'm trying to be a better person. Um, I've stopped smoking and I've stopped drinking. And that's so I have more money for my coke habit. And it's weird because it's like so expensive. Um, I remember one time I was going to a party and I hit up my friend. I was like, hey, let's go to this party later. And I know your brother sells coke. Um, so can you hit him up and see if he can hook us up? And then he said, oh, shoot, I've been so busy recently. I forgot to tell you, my brother OD'd two weeks ago. So we can just have what's left of his stash. All right. Thank you. That's really funny because if you had it and he overdosed, then it might have fentanyl in it. And then that's so funny. Oh, I get it. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. It's Ezra Lux. Woo! Apparently, it's Halloween. This is for work. I got a new job. It's uh, the commute's really bad. I have to go to Tijuana, and it involves getting beaten up by four fat guys wearing capes. Anyway, um, uh, Pam, you're really high. Last time I was that high, I thought I watched that Christopher Nolan movie, The Prestige, but I had just been watching the DVD menu of it for like two hours. <laughs> um, I'm not much of a conspiracy guy, but I do believe in one conspiracy, that every famous person that hung themselves is actually autoerotic asphyxiation. Mm. Now that begs the question... How about all of the famous people that actually died from autoerotic asphyxiation? The big one I can think of is David Carradine, star of the 1970s TV show Kung Fu. But I don't think that story, like, I don't buy it at all. Apparently the details are he died of autoerotic asphyxiation in a sleazy hotel in Bangkok, Thailand. You can do that in America. That doesn't require airfare. <laughs> I think something much worse was happening. <laughs> and the lie they came up with to clear his name was he died jerking off. Um, I, uh, I am uh, half Jewish. Woo! <laughs> you don't get a lot of woos for that. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, it's my dad's side of the family, so I guess I don't count. Um, if anybody wants the experience of having Jewish grandparents, I would suggest just like signing up for Bernie Sanders' email list, because it's a very similar cadence. Uh, it's just the ones I get generally have like nine times as many font choices. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think a good way, like maybe half of my family's Christian, I think a good way of explaining it is by looking at the God, like Jewish God and Christian God are very different characters. Uh, Jews use the Old Testament, as they call it. 
they don't call it that. Whatever. Um, and Old Testament God feels very much to me like an alcoholic who then like disappears for a really long time and then comes back in the New Testament like all clean now for some reason, talking about like being nice to your neighbors and all this shit. When like literally a year ago he's like turning people into salt for no reason. <laughs> I mean, so much of the Bible just feels to me like drunk behavior. I mean, okay, look at like look at look at a uh, famous alcoholic, right? Like who's a famous alcoholic? Let's say the guy's from Jackass, right? All of the Bible just reads like I'm God, this is Jackass, and this is flood the entire earth because I'm drunk. <laughs> Oops. This is make millions of people give their kids circumcisions for some reason because that seems like a fun idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then it's like he comes back, and now like all the guys in Jackass, he's like, I have a podcast, I'm clean, <laughs> I'm all about you know supporting my friends. I got to work on that bit. I think there's something to that, though. Uh, let's see, what, what's one I can do quickly? Um, yeah, so speaking of like, you know, Jewish dad. I feel like my family is like very bad at being Jewish. Um, like I get like the the like knockoff version of all of the like bad stereotypes, like or the good stereotypes. Like I'm not good with money, but I'm like very good at Monopoly for some reason. <laughs> or like my dad wasn't a lawyer, so I didn't have a lot of money growing up, but he did once play a lawyer in a Spanish language pornographic film. <laughs> anyway, I think that's all I got. Thanks, guys. I would say that when God comes back and not only does he has a podcast, have some weird examples like weird, healthy, weird shit like cold pressed juice or intermittent fasting, like that weird shit that people are doing right now that's like super healthy or super like, like he's teaching Pilates or something. Like he's, he's doing a podcast on Pilates and he's doing cold pressed juice and that sounds a lot like Gwyneth Paltrow. Is Gwyneth Paltrow Jesus? Um, yay, put your hands together for, for Ezra one more time. And um, yay, Jason King is not here, but you know who is. Are you dressed up as a cop? Your costume, Spencer, is just your, oh, oh, okay, thanks. Well, you can do it right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for next comedian, Spencer Devine. So, <laughs> my costume is the realization of all my fears that I wouldn't think ahead of time. I really, I thought back in May, I'm like, it's going to be the day before Halloween, you're not going to have shit, and you're going to have to deal with it. And then, yeah, I thought yesterday, fuck, about that time that I was like, you're not going to think of anything. Uh, but I had a human-sized garbage bag uh so I am a garbage man. Huh? Huh? All right. <laughs> Let's give it up for Rat Kings. You guys know about Rat Kings? Holy shit. It's like a bunch of rats of fucked up flesh Voltron. Like they tried to Voltron, but they didn't have the blueprints on how to Voltron. Uh, it's, it's like when rats. It's, it's like what would happen to rats if they went into a teleporter in a sci-fi film and the guy's like, oh, it's going to be the breakthrough in teleportation. 
And there's just a fucked up ball of rat tails. Rat, the Rat King used to be the head of the Nutcracker Ballet. He fucking had it all. And now he's the human centipede of the rat world. Fucking rat people. I don't, I don't get it. There's nothing impressive. You know when, when you fucking catch a, a rat in a mouse trap and it gnaws off its own arm and there's always someone who's like, oh, isn't that so impressive that he gnawed off his own arm? No, because then he died. He died. That's the end of it. I'm, I was like, oh, man, wasn't it as impressive when Jeff got shot 47 times with a crossbow? No, because Jeff's dead. He can't impress us anymore. Superstitions, we were talking about them. They're dumb. Don't follow them. We, we've proven astrology is fake. Uh, walk under ladders. Maybe that's the safest place to be during an earthquake. If you don't like to look at yourself, fucking break a mirror. You, you don't have to blame your bad luck on the fucking position of the stars. That, I, that was decided eons ago. It, except for you should take the tags off your mattress. That's how the government is tracking us. Okay? Uh, the government wants to know where you're sleeping. Uh, and also, they, they they might be lizard people. But people are like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to identify the lizard people. You know how easy it is to identify a lizard from an animal that's not a lizard? That's how easy it would be. Is, is there someone that's running around in the hot, hot sun, and then they stop in the shade, and they just freeze and blink with no emotion? Have you ever been at a cafe, and your friend takes off his skin? a big sign. Has anyone ever tried to make you eat a fucking cricket? That's a real lizard person shit thing to do. Uh, if someone wants to know if you're a lizard person, that's because they're, you know, they're a, they're an apt mind and they're they're following what's what. If someone wants to know if you're a dog person, it's a serious question. They want to know if you're a person who can be trusted and if you will kill their family. If people want to know if you're a cat person, that's because they are worried about you, and they, it's, it's really a health check. Uh, but, yeah, it's a serious uh, dog, you know. But, you know, not to shit on people who are half person, half dog, okay? Yay! That's a divine yay. That was so funny. I almost peed my pants at one point. Thank you. Yay. And this rugla is really, really good. Norm, thank you. Um, it's so good. I am so high that like it's I'm starting to hallucinate a little bit, which is crazy. This I, edibles, man. I you forget that weed is a hallucinogen. It's in the same family. It's wild. Uh hey everybody. Garrett's not here. Oh, Josh is here. Uh, put your hands together, everybody. I can't, I have no idea what you're dressed as with the hat, but put your, but I know it's something clever. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky, yay! I'm Schmitty Werber, Jaegerman Jensen. It's a SpongeBob thing, um, but if I take off the helmet, I'm a fat skeleton, which is an oxymoron. Um, uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but I just came out with this. I'm proud of myself. Um, I'm friends with the letter Q, but I fucking hate talking to it. And so I was like, uh, no one knows how to pronounce me by myself. And it's like, dude, that sounds like a you problem. All right, that's my time. I'm, uh...
All right. Um, I saw this sign on this building. It said divorce lawyers. That's a good suggestion. Um, take half that shit. Come hit me up. All right. Boo boo doo. Uh, you guys see all the Kanye stuff? Um, a lot of people think Jews run the world, but that's ridiculous, because I listen to Beyonce, and when you listen to Beyonce, you know who run the world? Girls, yeah. So if you ever meet a Jewish girl, you do what she tells you, all right? Jews are a lot like pineapple pizza, you know? Everyone hates us. No one really knows why, you know? Like, we're kind of an acquired taste, but we're sweet enough when you get to know us. We're no pepperoni, but... I mean, I just wouldn't be kosher. All right. Fucking hate myself. Um, there's a lot of weird laws in religion. I think a lot of times just people making them up to get what they want. Like you read the you read the Bible, and sometimes it's like, if you accidentally kill your brother, you're allowed to marry your sister-in-law. And it's like, that's too specific. Like... Um, there's a, there's a lot of, like, weird stuff in religion, and there's a lot of, a lot of it's weird, because, like, it's been translated back and forth so many times that no one, like, there's so much debate about what stuff means. Like, in Islam, you always hear about the, the 72 virgins things that terrorists will get, um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of discussion that it probably isn't 72 virgins, it's actually 72 raisins, saying that if you do all of this stuff, you'll go to the Garden of Eden and get all the fruit you want, but, like, how pissed would you be if you just blew yourself up in a Tel Aviv bus stop, you get all the way to heaven, and you're just like, fucking raisin bran? That's all? All right. Uh, one more Muslim joke. I got my food uh, from Instacart, which is like, fuck. Got my food a la carte, which is like Instacart for Muslims. Okay. I fucked that one up. Um, all right. We're going to do some stuff I'm working on. Um... I never really got the sex ed talk. My, uh, uh, I'm the only guy in my generation, I'm the only one who can pass down the family name, which is why I think my dad never gave me the talk. They were going for like the, the Bob Ross method of family tree expansion. You know, like you just want like a happy little accident. Um, but uh, yeah, the closest thing my dad ever gave me to the talk was uh, one day he took me on a walk and he sat me down on a park bench and he was like, Josh, be careful. And that was it. Like, I don't even know if that was about sex. That could have just been like, don't mess with the IRS. You know, do your taxes on time. Uh, then I went to I went to high school. Um, high school, I didn't get great sex ed. Uh, Planned Parenthood would always send a person over. Um, my year, they sent a pregnant lady because I guess she didn't get the employee discount. Um, uh, she she taught abstinence only, um, not with her curriculum, just with like the way she talks. She was just like, my feet hurt, I have to pee every 20 minutes, and this baby's going to cost more than I make in a decade. But go ahead, trust these condoms that your school gives you. They can't afford a volleyball team, but I'm sure they sprung for the top of the line condoms. Um, and then last one. Um, yeah, then I went to college, and uh, they would give us these like pamphlets about like, consent and that was the sex that we got there they'd hand out these pamphlets about how important consent is and i'd be like i don't really want one and they'd be like no you have to take this it's like eh, that's a little weird um but the the pamphlets would be like this girl saying no means no and then she'd put like a stop sign to say no means no but like that's not how stop signs work like most of you roll through stop signs you know i feel like 
it shouldn't have been a stop sign. It should have been like uh, a railroad crossing sign that was blinking and the arm was down. And it's like, if you go through that, you go to jail where they run a train on you. Okay. Thanks for your time, guys. Yay. I'm so glad you shaved off that mustache from the Bob's Burger outfit. You poor thing. You were looking so smarmy, uh, which is a good favorite word of mine. Put your hands together. He's wearing a smarmy hat. Your next comedian. <laughs> Everybody, it's Dan Guan. Woo! I see uh, some of you guys are dressed up. You might not, might recognize, I don't know if you can recognize me on a lot of people's shirts in Oakland, but without these glasses, I am Che Guevara. So, so if you guys need me, I will be starting a revolution very, very soon. Uh, guys, you, some of you already know about this. Uh, I actually grew up in a really white town. Uh, for to give you from perspective on like how white it was, uh, the only two famous alums was a hockey player for the New Jersey Devils and Bill Burr. Yeah, and you guys ever go to a high school where the yearbook superlative was most likely to star a bar fight? Yeah, no, just me? That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, my town was so white that even on the high school grounds, we're the only high school in America to have a VFW and a bar on campus, which is so convenient for the guidance counselors because then they can just point to all the other kids and be like, that's where you'll end up, actually. Okay, that one might be cool, that's cool. Uh, I was the only Asian kid growing up in high school, and, uh, you know, I really tried hard to be white. Like, I really did everything to be, like, a white kid. Like, I started wearing my cap backwards. I started going to tailgates. I started dating Asian women. Like, I, I did everything I could to be white, and it just, shit just would not work out. Which also got me feeling some type of way, because nowadays I'm seeing that a lot of white dudes are trying hard to be Asian, you know? Like, a lot of them are actually picking up Chinese classes and, you know, traveling abroad to China. Like, I remember one time, actually, I was having a d breakfast with my dad at a restaurant. He was giving me some life lessons in Chinese. And this one random white gentleman comes up to us and says, oh, your dad? He's very wise. Which I was like, dude, that's crazy, because I didn't know what he was trying to say. So, so you, can be my, you can be his son if you really want to, all right? You know, you can totally be his son. Okay, cool. This is awesome. This is awesome. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Uh, I think uh, I've been called a lot, a lot throughout the years. I've been called that I'm uh, mature for my age, uh, which I call as another word for depressed. Uh, but uh, why do we call it that we act mature for your age, but you're not too young? You don't act young for your age, right? You don't hear people saying you don't act young for your age. Like it's like okay to see a ten-year-old do do their parents' taxes, but not okay to say why don't your parents do their taxes? Like you know. No, that one's a little bit of a thinker. All right, cool. Well, we'll, we'll think about. We'll, we'll see what we got. We go with there. Um, let's see. Dun, 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 dun. Uh, I think immigrant parents are also strange because they always pick the weirdest times to drop major news. Like one time, I was having a dinner. I was having a dinner conversation with my dad. I told him I said, "Hey, I got dinner with my Mexican friend." To which he responded, "Huh? Yeah, I used to live in Mexico like 50 years ago." To which I was like, dude, that's like kind of a weird news to drop like in front, in front of dinner. That'd be like just me saying like, oh, hey, I got like if my friend came up to me and was like, hey, I got lunch with my girlfriend the other day. I was like, huh. Yeah, I used to fuck her 20 years ago. It's like, you know what's that's crazy? Okay, one, one, one little chuckle there. Okay, that might, might work. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, so some of you guys also know this. I'm, already, I'm a runner. I'm a huge runner. And I think uh, runners are, are weird people, right? But more specifically, I think races are pretty weird because when I run a race, you see all these weird signs like, go get them. The, the finish line's right there. 
you can shit in five miles. Like, you know, it's pretty wa weird, right? I find, like, signs about shitting are pretty weird during a race because uh, I already shat three miles ago, you know? So, like, that just... That just ain't okay, I'm going to go take a shit. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Appreciate it. Dan Guan, everyone, a.k.a. Che Guevara. Uh, I have to burn some time until the other people come, so I'll do some new stuff now. Yay, me. Oh, my God, you guys. I have eaten so many edibles. That's where this pot belly came from. I am... I am... I am higher than I've been in a long time. It feels borderline dangerous. Um, but I have these crazy thoughts, and I don't know if it can turn into something or not, but that everyone's, we can save the world together, and we can all get along if people can just kind of hold and hold cognitive dissonance and be okay with it. Like, having a, such a flexible mind that you can hold all kinds of disparate ideas at once, even though they might not jive together, right? Like, I can believe that Jesus was a totally cool guy, right? And I can believe that the T-Rex was a dragon and that chia seeds are really important and are really good and <laughs> you need to eat them and they're life-saving. I can believe that corn syrup causes autism and that all these things, that the moon landing wasn't real, but there's, and there's people that own houses. Like, what is that? Anyway, but I can hold all of these flexible ideas in my mind. And whenever I read a book or I read something, like, I can learn. And then there's more flexibility in my brain to think about those things. I'm really high, but does that make sense like a little bit that, but if everybody, because it just makes me so crazy that people are like, abortions are bad. And it's like, okay, like for you, like you, for you, you believe in some guy in the clouds who's going to get mad at you if you have, if you don't have some baby, but you already had sex, which was bad and it was outside of marriage. So you already really fucked up. Really bad. It's <laughs> like, yeah, what? <laughs> but it's fine. They can believe that. But then also, you know, they haven't lived the other experience. So I just, I hate that there's all this. It's just so crazy. Okay, and here's what happened to me today. This is crazy. Because the hubris of men in San Francisco, but not just all men, this guy was clearly questionably housed. And he came up to in between me and this other attractive middle-aged woman and she later confessed to me she goes I'm a, she's like this place is changing I was like I, and he started the children have to leave before I can tell you what he was saying he was talking and he I, we don't have any candy I'm sorry but you look like a really great t-rex dragon are you a dragon or a t-rex are you a lizard person you're a dinosaur awesome t-rex was a dragon I think he had big wings and flew this guy came up to me, and he was behind. He's like, 
Ladies, I'm 56 years old and I just need to tell you that I haven't been effed in a really long time and it would be great if either one of you... And I was like, this is what you keep saying? And he kept talking and talking behind us. She and I are looking at each other and I wanted to say something, but I didn't know what to say. And he just wouldn't stop. And I was like, the hubris of this guy to think that he can, like... I mean, what is he trying to gain from that interaction anyways? And then I, when we started walking across the street, because he didn't follow us, thank God, I just I said... Aren't you just so glad the patriarchy is so real? <laughs> she like laughed and she's like, San Francisco is changing. And I was like, I know. Just I was just so offended because it's like, how dare he even, th- I mean, and I'm, that, that just makes me a really bad person that I'm like, how dare I, he think he can talk to me? But, <laughs> but especially if he said really rude things. I don't know. Anyways, it hurt my feelings that he just felt like it was okay to say lewd things to me on the street. And that I would somehow like it because I'm o- of a certain age. Like, once you're over 40, you want every guy to compliment you because you're so fucking insecure. And I'm like, dude, fuck you. You can't sell hair dye to people with self-esteem. Okay, thank you for letting me rant. Is it, it's just it's philosophical stuff, though. There's something funny there. I just don't know what it is. Okay, good. Well, I don't know what happened to Jason King, Jared, Senna. Uh, who are the others on the list? There was... Another girl, Kavita Singh. So, no, I'm just saying they didn't show up, and it's it's okay. I mean, it's early, but they didn't. So it's kind of like I mean, it's Halloween. I'm I actually am going to work at Doc's Box, so I gotta. But I keep this open, but it's just they're not here. Well, I'll put on a song, and I'll be here for another couple minutes. You, everyone else, you can leave or stay or do whatever you want. But thank you for being here. Clap for yourselves. Happy, safe Halloween. Yay. Yeah, seriously, be safe out there. Be careful, kids. And um, yay. And thanks for bringing me that jacket from RERER, Racer Alex. That's really nice. It's like a mom jacket, too. It's perfect for my outfit. So good stuff. beneath hundred nets, grain of grit inside flesh and bone, fever in my temple, flint grinding in my throat, wondering when I should daub a pack cloth. Six months inside at least, jokers never get less time to scatter, but that joke is flat and frankly laughing hurts. I sleep when I should be awake and make plain pasta at two in the morning and only eat half. I spit and spit and wash my mouth to try and dry it and I cannot smoke. And the hypnotic dehydrate from every swallow makes me like a screaming eyeless thing at the foot of a precipice. A coat cracked in a sheer square like Hilda grieving in war requiem. So I lie awake hearing Maggie scream and Tony blaspheme, and a church full of soldiers singing about being Christians and watching the figures creep up and thinking, I 
I will not. I will not. Anybody know who the boy is? My name was Charlie Russell. I'm his mother. He's only 10 years old.
I've been falling a shiny black steel jack I've been chipping up rocks for the great highway
Hello, hello. Hello. I'm Claudia. And I am the loaf. And you're here with us on Tuesday night? Yep, it is Tuesday night. That much I know for sure. It is our 49th episode. 49! So close to a year. We're getting there. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to do something like really special um, on the 52nd episode. Yeah. Okay, shit. I, I shouldn't have said that. Now <laughs> it's we don't have anything we planned. Don't know, we don't know we're what actually it is yet. Wondering <laughs> but... Worst case scenario, we blow up the studio, uh, take hostages. I don't know, no, 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 no <laughs> nothing like that. It was a joke. It was a joke. Don't send the SWAT team. Um, no, we're, we're yeah, we we've been doing this a minute. It's it's fun, and we love keep coming down here and doing this. But yeah, 49, uh, 49th episode, and that is the square root of seven. Seven by seven is 49. We live in a city that is seven by seven miles. So the loaf had the amazing idea. I, I did. I did the math, and the <laughs> seven by seven is is forty nine. San Francisco's forty nine square miles. So we're doing San Francisco, ah, San Francisco bands. Um, yeah, so of, all sorts, me. of all sorts. Of all sorts. Yeah. I want to get the Claudia came through uh, and uh, rocked this set out. I uh, I came through and made it better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm the reason y'all don't have to listen to Santana tonight. <laughs> so true. I mean, like, I'll I'll just put it that way. I was way. running out of San Francisco bands because we kept it really uh yeah, yeah. pretty well, straight. Well, we're trying not to like, like overlap with so many bands we played before. Although yeah. by the end of it, we 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 did not accomplish that at all. But whatever. If you don't like it, you don't you don't have to listen. Right. You can send us hate mail. <laughs> oh man, I wish we could get we gotta get started getting mail delivered here or hate yeah, mail. Right. <laughs> it's gotta be like. If we got one determined, you know, person out there that would like pick up a pen and paper to hate us, I would Dear feel Claudia so validated. <laughs> but you know, you know, you you know, you're doing something good when you have haters. Yeah, you, know? you can send us letters like uh, Casey Kasem dedications. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a little do a little research, see, <laughs> see where the where the mail should go. And uh, we'll, we'll be taking those requests next week yeah. for our fiftieth <laughs> show, the Big Five O. Oh, I haven't even told Claudia. This is news r on live on the air next week. Five O, the big five O, right? So I'm thinking all songs about cops. Yeah, I'm down the for that. Five O. Yeah. You know, six up. Yeah, yeah. I, I just <laughs> something that came to me. And there's a lot of songs about the police. So. Right. Fuck them. Um. What? Well, anyways, we we got started off there with uh, the Grateful Dead. And that was actually one of my choices. I, uh, yeah, that one surprised me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when Pete says, I want to listen to the Grateful Dead, we're starting the set off. It's uh, Easy Wind. It was actually um, my old buddy Clay lives out in Noonan, Georgia, uh, when I asked about um, earworms, you know, like what songs get stuck in your head. For You know, I was doing a little research for our show last week. He's like, I can't explain it, but this one always gets in my head. 
And it's so funny, we used to be in like this little hardcore punk rock band, and like we were both like, yeah, the Grateful Dead. Well, suck it up, because that's not going to happen all the time, but there's a little easy win from Grateful Dead. Yep. From there, we went to the ballad of you and me and Puneel. Uh, Captain and Puneel? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, Puneel sounds like a euphemism, like vagina <laughs> <laughs> or something. <laughs> Uh, stuck get, get, your get your pineal checked out, you know. Can I smell? Can I smell? Can I smell your pineal? <laughs> uh, it must be my foot then. Uh, uh. So the ballad of you and me and pineal by Jefferson Airplane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we had Brig Brother and the Holding Company with Try. That one I would like to dedicate to uh, the Loaf and I lost member of our family this week, uh, our kitty Russell. And Russell hated the sound of Janis Joplin's voice. He did. I don't know what it was. Like he would like jump up onto the the stereo and like knock the arm off of the record, you know. And then he turned lear- like figured out how to turn the stereo off. He'd be like, no, no. So it was kind of like a roommate agreement we had for years. But now, now basically what she said, we could listen to Janis Joplin <laughs> yeah, in the house. Right. I mean, it's not a, you know we're gonna be doing it all the time or anything, but it's it, you know. Knowing there's not going to be a vicious cat attack yeah, right. on the other side of it. So that one's going out to Russell, mm. which somewhere in the ether he's like, really, bitch? Yeah, I'm glad we had him you know, put to sleep at the, the Humane Society because if his ghost was at our house, he would be yeah, like, right. oh, my God, yeah. Getting yeah. the Sharon Jones poster. Where is all this puke <laughs> coming from? Yeah. Who keeps eating all this plastic? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, which is apparently a thing. Cats like some cats yeah. like to eat plastic. Yeah, I, I, he was a goblin for it. He was. Um, <laughs> any way you want it, that's the way you did it. Any way you want it. After Big Brother, we had Journey. We had Journey. <laughs> we had Journey. Um, one of the funniest things, like, I was, I was talking about this old, old graffiti guy I used to hang out with when I used to fuck around with that shit and just have nothing better to do than walk around and get drunk and spray paint on walls and shit. I used to hang out with this guy, and uh, his, 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 I was say, his graffiti name was Ether. He's, he's, he's a well-known piece of shit around these parts, but uh, w- one of the funniest is, uh, he would sometimes get just like unnecessarily violent, but one of the funniest ever, we were, I can't remember, it might have been Mission Bar, might, I think it might have been, um, we were a couple places that night and drinking heavily. Might have been the, um, what's the one on, uh, anyways, it was, it was some bar in the Mission, and some guy, some Journey came on on the jukebox inside the place, and we were walking by, and this guy starts talking smack about Journey, and an Ether like just totally like grabs the guy by the lapel, starts shaking him and punching him, and like you don't talk shit about fucking Journey, man. <laughs> and, and like this guy just like all I've ever heard him put on like anything is like hip hop or whatever or punk rock, and he's like you don't fucking fuck with Journey, man, San Francisco natives. Oh, like whoa, dude, y'all, y'all. <laughs> Y'all claim serious about your journey. Y- 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 y'all claiming journey that hard? Uh, okay. <laughs> so I want to I want to I want to dedicate that one to Ether, <laughs> and uh, all of the U.S. crew uh, uh, while we're up and scanning. Yeah, the whole, the whole crew. Any way you want it, that's the way. Oh. We close that out with uh, Steve Miller Band doing Jet Airliner. That was a surprise to me. I. Normally we don't have to research our music for the most part, like it's kind of floating around. We did a little googling, but we had to do some googling for this one because uh, mm. we also wanted bands that were from San Francisco, not necessarily. 
like transplants. Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah, you know, from Pasadena, but made their start here or whatever, like mm-hmm. really formed here. And Steve Miller Band was one of them, and I was like, I knew that. Steve Miller. Yeah, I, I think they kind of stand out more as like kind of like a like a pop rock act, even yeah. though it, you know it's got hooks, it's got like some some rock into it, but it's still got like a poppiness to it. They kind of like was different than you know you, you wouldn't brand that. Well, I think I, it's because I, I got a, into the Steve Miller band in Florida, living in Florida, so mm-hmm. I always associated it with that, like, kind of down-home, like, Leonard Skinner, like... I s- the only time I saw know. them play, well, saw, I couldn't see them, but they they were playing at a state fair in Florida. They kind mm-hmm. of, like, kind of Steve Miller, and it was in Florida. It really speaks to Florida people. <laughs> it, you know, does, like, it does, it does. So I just assumed they were like from somewhere down there. You know? I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the fence. I mean, let them have it. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. like, like they need something. They, they yeah. ain't got much, man. Like look, look, right. look what they're fucking the, the barrel they're facing down, man. Yeah, yeah. Let Florida have Steve Miller. <laughs> DeSantis, man, fucking if Steve Miller was governor, it'd be a little bit cooler. <laughs> Some people call me the governor. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I bet we got some more music, huh? We do. We're coming up with some uh, Etta James, who was born and raised in the Fillmore. Yep. Something's got to hold on me. You know, between Rick James, um, James Hetfield, um, of all the James-related musicians, she's uh, I think one of the most talented. Yeah. I thought I had more of a list in my head right there. there was <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come back at the after the break and, <laughs> right. and yeah, yeah. Should have wrote that down. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling, yeah. Yeah. I get a feeling that I never, 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 never had before. No, no. Yeah.
Hello, it's 6 o'clock and it's time for the Joke Workshop at Mutiny Radio. Say hello, everybody. Say hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. Yay! <laughs> uh, because we have a small list, we're going to have everyone get five minutes. At four minutes, you'll hear this. I'll try to do it on a punchline, like Pam does. Oh, I'm Lauren Kraut. I'm your host for this evening. Woo! Yay, me! And on the board, over here, please give a warm welcome to Scotto on the board, doing the ones and ones and twos. Yay! Okay, we have a good lineup tonight. Everybody give a warm welcome for Newman Shake, number one comedian coming up for the stage. Yay! Come on, give it a warm welcome. Thanks, guys. Happy Monday. A um, little bit about me. Uh, I don't have a lot of Indian friends because uh, I like to feel special about myself. But uh, me and my token Indian friend, we were talking recently, and he was like, Newman, I want to get in touch with Indian culture. And I was like, yeah, man, you should go for it. And uh, the next time I met him, he had an Indian accent, which he didn't have before. That was new. And I don't know, man, I feel like having an Indian accent to be part of it, part of Indian culture is like sexually harassing women to be part of Italian culture. Like, that's not how that works, you know? And so I asked him, like, why he was talking like that. And uh, he said he was starting a yoga class to seem authentic to white people. And I was like, that's just great marketing right there. Like, I'll be honest, if this entire audience was white right now, I'd be doing an Indian accent. Like, right now, it'd be very different. Yeah, no. another thing about Indian people is, like, we're not seen as, like, traditionally attractive in, like, media. And I think that's really unfair. Because I was talking to, like, one of my gay friends recently. And he was like, Newman, I really like hairy men. And I was like, you'll love my uncles. You know, like, that's... Yeah, um, my friend's girlfriend died recently. And I wanted to comfort him. But, like, all I could come up with was, like, hey, man, there's plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah, he didn't like that. Um, I feel like astrology is getting out of hand right now. Like, my friend, she got a DUI recently. And her excuse was, I'm just an Aries. And I was like, I'm pretty sure you're an alcoholic, Jan. I don't know what sign that is, but it's not a good one. Like, I feel like we're getting to a point where, like, astrology is going to be used like a legal defense. We're going to be lawyers in court. Like, you know what? My client did kill eight people. Because that's just what happens when you're a fire sign. Mercury's in retrograde. It's just what happens. Um, I don't think I can, like, really share things with my parents anymore. Like, I can't call my mom and be like, you know what, I had a spoonful of peanut butter for lunch today. Because I spent too much money on Molly. Like, that's where my life is right now. Um, They're getting rid of abortion, and that sucks. And I think if they are going to get rid of abortion, I think they should also get rid of child labor laws. Like, if they're going to force a woman to have a kid, I think she should get her money's worth. You know what I mean? Like, put that mistake in the factory where it belongs. Um, yeah. Um, I'm part of Gen Z, but I think Gen Z and millennials are pretty much the same. You know, like, we're really progressive and, like, really poor. I think the only difference between, like, Gen Z and Millennials, I feel like Millennials grew up dreaming about buying a house. 
only to be really disappointed and then i grew up being like wow i really want a dishwasher you know that would be a nice thing to have um i feel like the apple screen time feature that's a weird feature on your phone because that's a feature that makes you feel bad about using the product too much like no other company can get away with that like mcdonald's can't have a thing where they're like if you come here more than three times a week we're gonna call you a fat fuck you know it's not <laughs> something they can do um i got a girlfriend recently and yeah it's cool um i'm learning a lot from her mostly because she's in her 60s like i'm learning so much about arthritis in the vietnam war it's great <laughs> yeah and no, i think no, that's a good thing like i think we complete each other in a way like i bring like energy and youth and she brings money so that's really nice but I don't think this relationship's going to be long-term, though, mostly because I don't think she's going to last long-term. And also, like, she wants me to choke her in bed, and I'm not a strong person, but neither are, like, old women next, you know? So it's, it's weird. Okay. All right, I think that's all I have to try today. Give it up for your hosts, guys. Yay, new man. I forgot to say before that we uh, can give feedback if anybody wants it. And after the jokes, uh, Newman, did you want feedback? Yeah? Anybody have anything to say? You can go up to the microphone, please. I had one too, Newman. Um, on a couple of the ones that you said with my uncles, um, you, there's an opportunity for you to get more um, fun out of it. Go get more specific with it, like Uncle Harry is Harry, or you know, <laughs> like that. Just um, go on with it. And also with the, I wanted to say do more with the share with parents of the things that you share with them or don't want to share with them. And I love the fat fuck line in the 60s with the, older lady. That was great. Anybody else have any comments? Yes, go ahead. Come up to the mic, please. If there's a standing mic. Hi, I thought you were very funny. I wanted to hear you do an impression of your friend doing a fake Indian accent. I thought that would be nice. <laughs> and then I um, like Lauren said like you do a really good job you have good jokes and you have clean delivery but if you expand into those a little bit more those are just a little bit of like more examples can just really you know make it where people can't breathe because those are really good starters and then if you just keep going and going and going hitting and hitting and hitting it so what Lauren said exactly and I'm just uh, backing it up because I value exactly what I say and I need to have a microphone and I'm very lonely. So thank you very much. All right, thanks very much. Give it up for Newman, yay! Your next comedian coming to the stage. Please give it up for Charlie Moore. Is the mic working? There we go. Hell yeah. I've never figured out how to get this, and when I pull it off a stand, it usually breaks. So, what's up? 
uh, born and raised in San Francisco. San Francisco is a very white city. San Francisco is so white that growing up, all of my black friends were Indian. <laughs> yeah. My nickname in high school was Monica, which is what it sounds like when Indian kids say, my nigga. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> I fell in love with a girl from a yearbook earlier this afternoon. I was digging through the atlas and I found this yearbook and I see this girl and she is gorgeous. And it broke my heart when I realized that she and I would never 69 because this was the class of 69. Yeah, I was so in love with her. I started trying to find everything I could find about her. I looked for her Instagram, no Instagram. Look for her Facebook, no Facebook. The only place I could find this girl's profile was the local obituary, and that was sad, very sad. All right, stick to Indian jokes. Got it. <laughs> um, I was reading this article earlier. This guy got sentenced to five years in prison and had to register as a sex offender for streaking at the World Series. I think that's ridiculous, right? Like five years in prison for streaking at the Little League World Series? That is ridiculous, right? Like, I don't know, I'm Gen Z. I've been watching porn since I was nine years old. The only thing that old man is giving those kids is realistic expectations. That's all he's doing. Uh, I played Division Three basketball. There's three levels to college basketball, for those of you who don't know. There's Division One, which is sponsored by Gatorade. Division Two, which is sponsored by Powerade. And Division Three, which is sponsored by Financial Aid. I love it. But I don't know, sometimes I'm salty. Like the only reason I'm not playing Division One basketball with my height and size is because I refused to listen to my racist swimming coach when he told me to quit swimming. That finally worked, yay. <laughs> yeah, like I don't know, it's just annoying to me. We actually, we did play against the Division One team. And to be honest, it was a fun game. We're pretty good. Like we only lost by 17 points. We played the University of Vermont women's team, but that's, yeah, like Division Three is the only level of college basketball where at halftime the players work the concession stand. Yeah. Uh, I like to date girls who had shitty ex-boyfriends before me because when I treat them like the queen they are, they act like a once broke rapper that just moved into a mansion. It's like an episode of MTV Cribs. She's like, hey girl, remember blah, 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 I forget. Yeah, I don't know, She's always they're always flexing their stuff. They're like, hey, hey, Check the neck, check the neck. Bruise free. <laughs> I'm a good guy, don't worry. <laughs> uh, I think one of the cool things about growing up is we learned to be proud of the things we were insecure about as kids. Like me, I was always ashamed of being like the whitest black guy ever. And it's not like I was ever ashamed of my white half or anything, white power, it's just that, it's just that as I've gotten older, I don't know, I've realized that when cartoons need a white character to say the N-word, I can be that guy who does it. That's all it is. Um, I think I'm finally over my ex-girlfriend at this point. Yeah, I think I'm finally over her, and I'm pretty cool. Like, I didn't even smile back at her when she smiled at me in my dream last night. <laughs> I didn't. Like, I don't know, did I arrange a threesome with one girl who kind of looked like her and another girl who had the same name as her just so I could appropriately say her name during sex? No. That'd be weird, right? Like, I haven't even thought about her in three months. We haven't even talked in three months. 29 days. I think it was like three hours and nine seconds last time I checked. Uh, no, like, it's been a very long time since her funeral, to be quite honest. So, right, some of these jokes are just sad and not true. Uh, what do I want to try? Uh, I was a weird kid growing up. 
Uh, I think I'm still growing up, but one of the things that helped me is I took this online douchebag course that taught me that the easiest way to seem cool is just to do things to the side. For instance, if I want to seem cool to you guys, I'll take my head to the side, take my mouth to the side, lean to the side, and start talking out of my ass. That's all I'll do. All right, that one sucked. Thank you guys so much. Appreciate you. <laughs> Charlie Moore, everybody. Yay. Anybody, ha did you have anyone get feedback? Anybody have any feedback? There's Mark. Mic check, one, two. Hello. Hello, hello. Okay, so I like that you went back with the, um, the dead chick. That was good. <laughs> and I think that it's though, this is going to sound douchey because I didn't take the same course you did, mm -hmm. but I didn't feel like there was really a punchline with the, um, her being in the obituary. I, I understand that is kind of funny and, and inherently, but then you you could kind of like go into the fact that like now you're a necrophiliac, right? Mm. Or at least now that you, now you maybe you feel like one, even if, even if you don't go with the necrophiliac thing, I still think that there's, there's more to that that you can, you can add. Yeah. Um, to the beginning of it and then the fact that you bring it back at the end is really cool so it's like I, I think that joke is funny Yeah, it has legs and Sweet. then I think you should expand on the um, the Monica mm -hmm. I'd make sure I really said that white and not Indian the the the, the uh, that that joke and being expand on being an SF native because there's not a lot of them in comedy especially you know at this point in, in stage in the game so mm -hmm. overall it's great dude you're awesome thanks Anybody else have any comments? Oh, my notes were about the Little League joke. Um, I like it when you specifically harp in on someone to tell you whether it's fair or unfair because yeah. it kind of puts them in a position where then you're like, ah, Little League World Series. And also, I lost Little League, the actual wording, a little bit just because mm -hmm. it was so fast and to the side. So... Still enunciate it, yeah. but but make it obviously concise. Yeah. Yep. Anybody else have any comments? Ooh. No. Okay. Thanks very much, Charlie Moore. Everybody. Yay! Your next comic coming to the stage. Please give a warm welcome, everybody, to Katema Casilva. Yay! Four more years, four more years. What's up, y'all? How's everybody doing? Cool, man. I like, <laughs> yeah, we're all high as fuck right now. Uh, give it up for all the comics, especially me. We're trying some new material. You got to be brave to come up here with some new material. Uh, this is a new bit that I'm working on. You know, men, we run the world, let's be honest. We got banks, Chase Bank, Wells Fargo, Bank of America. That's some manly fucking shit. I think women should have their own banks. And I, I'm coming up with the name, but what do you think of these names? The Yas Bank. The Queen's Bank, right? Also, like, if you got a checking account or a saving account, it's not going to be called checking or saving account. It's going to be called tight pussy account. Okay, that didn't work, see? Uh, here's my impression of the devil laughing. <laughs> I don't like bubble baths. I just, I, I just don't like bubble baths. And there's a story behind it because uh, I was seven years old and I was taking a bubble bath. Right, I had the bubbles. I had like, like street sharks. Yeah, right. I'm having a good time. I'm seven years old. My mom kicks the door, and she throws up. Right. My mom's an alcoholic. There's fucking red wine on my fucking face while I'm taking a bubble bath. I'm like, ah, right. 
And my mom's an alcoholic, and I like she overcame it, which is good. You know, let's give it up for my mom not drinking anymore. It's good. But uh, she was really bad, especially on my birthday. I like chocolate cake. My mom didn't give me a chocolate cake for my birthday. She got me rum cake instead, right? And she also misspelled my name. I was like, what the fuck, mom? Like, that's not cool. Okay. That didn't work. That's awesome. Okay. I thought that was going to be the hitter. Okay. Uh, I was in Tijuana, and I, I went to a bar. I went to a couple strip clubs. You know, that's what I like to do for fun. And uh, there was a Mexican cartel guy sitting right next to me, right? And uh, we were cool. We had both Bandello, Negro. You know, we had a good time. And we're smoking, chilling. And uh, he started talking about religion. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever you want to believe in, man. That's cool. Uh, but, you know, I believe women should have their own rights. And he, he looked at me. He's like, oh, I, I agree. But I don't, I, I don't think women should get an abortion. I was like, dude, you're a fucking cartel gangster. What the fuck are you talking about? You kill people for fun. Like, I don't, I don't get it. Like, Uh, let's try a little bit of crowd work. What are three things that you would sell at a pawn shop? Anybody? A watch? Guitar? A phone? Pussy. That's Tijuana, but okay, that's close enough. Uh, I don't like when people say, oh, I manifest and everything's going to work out. I'm a manifest brain power. I'm going to start manifesting the, those people who keep saying that shit to me. Just get the fuck away from me. Like, I like positive energy, but get the fuck away from me. Like, take that shit somewhere else. Also, like, here's another thing about myself I don't like. I don't like getting compliments. I hate compliments. I just don't. And, like, when women give me compliments, like, hey, handsome, in my mind, I'm like, what the fuck do you want, bitch? Like, I'm not buying you a drink. Leave me alone. Like, that's, like, I'm, like, leave me alone. Bye. But you know who gives the best compliments? Gay black men. I was in Oakland, and this this African man was like, hey, Hey, Tarzan. I'm like, oh, my God, me? You're talking about me? Oh, shit, thanks. <laughs> Ooh, hey. Hey, stop touching me. <laughs> stop. <laughs> okay, that kind of worked. Um, and cartel. Oh, this is okay. Where can you find a gay assassin? In the closet. I know, sorry. I had to. I had to. <laughs> These are all high jokes, so, you know. I was kidnapped once. It's it's it was scary, but they were nice. You know, they had like Sega, they got Capri Sun and shit, and they had the ransom letter. And I I snuck out and looked at the ransom letter, and I looked at the guy. I was like, "Hey man, uh, you, you misspelled my name. It's actually C U, not Q U." <laughs> He's like, "Shut the fuck up." I'm like, "Oh, okay, okay no, you guys are not with that." Thank you. Queens Banks, what? Okay, we did that. I don't want people to say. I I think I'm pretty. Oh yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty good. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, right, please you. critique me so I can get better. Don't be a wuss. Be honest. Go ahead, Charlie. Anybody had feedback, Mark? Yeah, I got something just real quick. Go uh, for you, you said Yas Bank. Yeah. Queens uh, Bank. Queens Bank, and then yeah, you should. I think you should uh, Yas Queen. Oh. Yes, Queens Bank. Uh, so that is the group of three, right? Oh. But God bless. It was great. You're amazing. I love you. Okay. Yes Bank. Charlie. Abortions is a really funny premise, and I think there's a joke to be made about how like he would rather women keep the baby so he can blow them up in the hospital <laughs> or something like that. Okay, blow up the babies. Okay. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay, so so wait 20 years, wait 20 years till the baby. 
A anybody else, please, please, please. The bubble bath and your mom, there was something there with the chocolate cake and the rum cake. I don't know. I thought you could develop it and explore it more because it was a very interesting story. You want me to like sell it like, you gotta smell that chocolate cake. Yeah. You know, like, the, 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 what do you mean? Like, try to like. Well, I don't know. Maybe there's a, there's a joke between about it being in not chocolate but rum mm -hmm. and how that affected you. Oh. Oh, a rum oh yeah, there you go. A rum bottle and the cake. Anybody else? Please, please help me out. Rum. Oh, okay. This. Okay. I, I, so. I was thinking more like, okay, like you know, I said, oh, what, here's my impression of the devil laughing, <laughs> right? And then I do another bit, ba 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 ba, and then I go to the side, <laughs> like, well, I, I don't know, but I like what you're doing, like instead of Mah, I could do some me. <laughs> I gotta write more devil jokes, but you inspire me. I'll write more, you know, uh, hell Satan. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, anybody else? Please, please. Anyone be, else? Be mean. No. I don't care. You can say I'm fat. I don't care. Just tell me what. Okay, you guys. No. All right. Such a San Francisco crowd. All right, I love <laughs> it. All right, y'all. My name is Guatemala. Peace. Thank you. Yay, Guatemala. Yay. Next comedian coming to the stage. Please give a warm welcome to Siobhan Nadan. Did I say that? Hi guys, I'm going to be telling a lot of jokes today. Sorry, I try to do my Indian accent. How y'all got doing? You know, on the way here, um, this homeless guy tried to stop me. I was like, what's up, man? He's like, yo, you got some toilet paper? So I just gave him a dollar bill, because obviously I didn't have toilet paper on me. But then he got really upset. You know, he's like I asked for toilet paper, and then he just wiped his ass with, you know, the dollar bill. And then I was really high. I thought to myself, man, I was like, man, why are humans the only species that require toilet paper? Right? <laughs> How nervous do we get after taking a fat ass shit, and then finding out there's no toilet paper? <laughs> Fucked up. My girlfriend, my ex-girlfriend now, left me because she said I couldn't afford toilet paper. It's not because I couldn't afford it, ladies and gentlemen. I just didn't have it at the time. And things got a little shitty. Uh, anyway, uh, you know, another thing, man. I saw this homeless guy uh, holding up a sign. He's like, please help me out, you know, collecting money for a sex change. I was like, damn, man. This would be a perfect time to bring back Pimp My Ride, right? But instead of pimping rides, Exhibit would be like, hey, I'm, I'm Exhibit, and I'm here to pimp your gender. <laughs> 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 you know, safety first, man. Maybe inside that car. I don't know if you guys remember Pimp My Ride. You know, they choose an individual that's struggling with his car. They pimp his ride. So, yeah, I'm saying, you know. 
a person who's in need for a sex change. Damn, it's just I'm just butchering the shit out of this. But they be in the conference room like, yeah, man, you know, I heard that he, uh, he's done uh, with his dick, so we're going to hook him up with a new pussy. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, what else do I want? I got an uncle. I got an uncle who smokes crack. He's open about it, too, man. Everybody knows who he smokes crack. He's proud, you know. His mom knows. My grandmother knows. But he's a closet homosexual. Doesn't you know? Doesn't make sense because he's told us about how he had to suck dick for crack. <laughs> Funny thing is, he's always had money. <laughs> so either he's <laughs> either he's really stingy, or he must really like dick. Uh, I remember the first time we found out, or at least you know, he we found out he was gay. Um. So this is what happened, you know. Um, I watched porn for the first time when 